0: hair loss treatments, what works and what doesn't. This week's podcast episode is a masterclass sponsored by L'Oreal Paris, the beauty giant behind the latest Full Resist anti-hair fall range, backed by evidence-based ingredients researched by their scientists. This range of hair care specifically targets ongoing cell processes involved in hair loss. I discuss Aminexil, the star patented ingredient by L'Oréal Paris, that has been proven to help prevent thickening of collagen around the hair follicles, a phenomenon known as hair miniaturization, that occurs in genetic type hair loss. We start with the commonest causes of hair fall seen in a dermatologist's practice, including male and female pattern hair loss, stress-related hair fall such as telogen effluvium, as well as rarer causes due to autoimmune disease such as alopecia areata. Underlying medical conditions such as nutritional deficiencies as well as thyroid disease can also contribute to hair fall. Tune in to this week's episode to learn all about the science of beautiful hair. Join me as we discover how to harness the latest scientific discoveries to achieve a healthy scalp and luscious hair. Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of Dermatologist's Talks, Science of Beauty. We're going to be talking about the science behind hair loss today. Hair fall can be defined as an increase in shedding beyond what is normal, and that may vary between individuals. We sometimes hear that losing up to a hundred strands of hair a day is considered normal. But for certain ethnic types, such as in Oriental and Asian populations, um, who innately have less dense hair than other ethnicities, one does not have to lose more than a hundred strands of hair in order to experience hair thinning. So what are the signs to look up for if you suspect that you have hair loss? Firstly, increased hair fall can be observed in the drain when you shower, on the pillowcase, and if you notice uh, any on the floor throughout the day, these can be signs of increased hair shedding. A telltale sign to look up for is actually thinning of one's ponytail. Both men and women may also observe thinning of hair at the top of their head, an area known as the vertex. For men, there can be associated receding of the frontal hairline. If you have noticed specific spots of baldness on your scalp. This could be a sign of a a particular type of hair loss condition known as alopecia areata. This requires prompt medical attention. Um, As an autoimmune disease, it spreads rapidly and can lead to worsening hair fall in a short period of time. However, most types of hair fall do not fall into this category, thankfully. Um, And we're going to be discussing um, the other more common types of hair uh, loss conditions in the later part of our talk today. well, first, zoom in on the commonest cause of hair fall, um, which we're going to start with stress-related hair loss, also known as telogen effluvium. Another common cause of hair fall is genetic hair loss, um, known medically as androgenetic alopecia. Telogen effluvium, or stress-related hair fall um, is a type of hair loss that can progress very quickly and is usually associated with a traumatic event. For example, one may experience hair fall after pregnancy, um, a condition known as postpartum hair loss one can also experience worsening hair fall um, after recovery from an illness. There has been talk on COVID-19-related hair fall as well. A part of that is likely attributed to telogen effluvium. Um, But as COVID-19 is a fairly new disease, one should consider that there could be other currently unknown mechanisms involved as well for androgenetic alopecia which is also known as male and female pattern hair loss uh, we observe it primarily in individuals who are older it is possible to have it as early as uh, you know your late teens or early 20s but The majority of patients who experience genetic hair loss start observing the first signs of hair loss in their late 30s onwards. The telltale signs include a specific pattern of distribution, which is thinning at the top of the head. Um, For men, there is also recession of the hairline um, as well as a positive uh, family history of genetic hair loss. These are all suggestive risk factors for the diagnosis of androgenetic alopecia. As it is predominantly driven by the um, male hormone testosterone, uh, one may find that it is more prominent in uh, males and also um, if there is a family history that more male relatives are affected. It is important to realize that even individuals without a family history can also experience the same type of genetic hair loss. Essentially, what happens in androgenetic alopecia is that um, one's scalp receptors become particularly sensitive to circulating testosterone. So, from that perspective, uh, even females have circulating testosterone. Contrary to popular belief, there is really no suggestion that there is hormonal imbalance going on for individuals who suffer from androgenetic alopecia. However, for women who also have other symptoms such as acne, irregular periods, it may be helpful to visit a gynecologist to rule out other underlying conditions that could contribute to an imbalance uh, of hormones, for example, polycystic ovarian syndrome that can be associated with hair thinning or even excess hair growth in certain parts of the body. All these are signs to pay attention to. What helps in hair loss? I'm actually going to start with what doesn't help Hair supplements have been widely promoted uh, as an attractive therapy for individuals who experience hair loss. After all, we are likely to believe that what is orally ingested is going to be more potent than what is applied. However, the science tells us that actually oral supplementation, especially for hair loss, is most of the time, sadly, a pure marketing gimmick. I have attached links to certain studies in the podcast transcript, which consists of systematic reviews published in peer-reviewed journals on the value of such supplements in the uh, treatment of hair loss. And the truth is, in most parts of the world, Uh, especially in developed nations, it is very rare to find individuals suffering from nutritional deficiencies. So nutritional deficiency related hair loss is incredibly rare. However, if you have anemia, which can be caused by loss of blood, for example during heavy menstruation, and the truth is that will be one of the first things that will be picked up on your blood test when your dermatologist screens you for systemic conditions that can cause hair loss. For example, other than anemia, thyroid disorders such as high levels of thyroid known as hyperthyroidism, and low levels of thyroid, such as hypothyroidism, all these can all contribute to hair loss. Hair supplements touting specific micronutrients may help to the extent that if you are deficient in that nutrient, it will correct the deficiency. However, if you are living in a developed country with access to a regular diet, it is highly unlikely that you are nutritionally deficient. So what works in hair loss, uh, barring hair transplantations, which are considered a little bit more invasive and without guarantees of long-term success either, um, is actually fairly limited. This is why dermatologists generally recommend a variety of treatment options that work together to enhance the effects of therapy. In genetic hair loss, for example, there is essentially an imbalance between the amount of hair that is falling out as well as the hair that is growing out. However, the most critical thing here is also the fact that the new hair that grows out in genetic hair loss is actually a little bit different from regular healthy hair. It is, in fact, what we term as miniaturized hair. What happens in hair miniaturization is essentially thickening of collagen around the hair follicle. This is exactly what Aminexil, a patented ingredient by the L'Oreal group, helps to target. The value of targeted therapy for hair regrowth treatment is enhanced in genetic hair loss. This is simply because there's not very much you can do once it has started. Hair transplantation is considered fairly invasive, But even after the hair transplant, one may still observe ongoing genetic hair loss that requires maintenance treatment as well. On top of that, we are familiar with minoxidil, which was initially an antihypertensive medication that was found to have a side effect of inducing hair growth known as hypertrichosis. The downside of minoxidil, though, is that it can cause scalp irritation and dandruff. Speaking about dandruff, it is quite common, especially in tropical Singapore, for individuals to suffer from both genetic hair loss as well as dandruff. The reason is that the excess oil that accumulates in individuals with genetic hair loss is is actually very conducive for the growth of a type of yeast known as Malassezia furfur. Malassezia furfur causes seborrheic dermatitis, colloquially known as dandruff. It is hence important to get evaluated by a board-certified dermatologist for an accurate diagnosis. There are several mimics of genetic hair loss that are actually not genetic hair loss and would require medical interventions. An example is a rare form of hair loss known as frontal fibrosing alopecia, which is when you notice your hairline getting more and more receded. This is unlike genetic hair loss because it leads to a scar. Scarring alopecia is a term dermatologists use to describe a type of hair loss where the hair follicles have essentially scarred over and died. The good news is that using hair care is generally a good strategy for most individuals who suffer from commoner causes of hair fall, such as stress-related hair fall, uh, weakened hair strands because of uh, poor care of the hair shaft leading to easy breakage as well as genetic hair loss. The L'Oreal Paris Full Resist Anti-Hair Fall Range contains evidence-based active ingredients researched by their scientists that specifically target these ongoing processes that lead to poor hair quality as well as worsening genetic hair loss caused by collagen thickening around the hair follicle. Well, I hope you've learned something today in this Hair Care Masterclass. I have included all the details in my podcast transcript on www.scienceofbeauty.net. I'd love for you to visit as well as share your comments on the podcast page. With that, I wish you all a wonderful week ahead. And till the next episode.